JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. They're back, the ghost, the raunchy ghost. What? They're into me. They're, there's no two okay. ways about it. There is a ghost that has a sexual interest in myself. And there's the evidence is just it's getting a raunchy there. ghost is in your home. There's a raunchy ghost in my home, and it started off when the the Google speaker played out oh, of nowhere. That's right, and you said it was a ghost doing. No, it was just the speaker wanting to play some music for you. But why would it do it? It's voice command. It's it's voice command only. So you think a ghost is talking to the speaker, putting on some music for you to yeah, get in the mood? Yeah, it's seen me and my wife sitting on the couch, mm. and it went, "All right, JB, I got you back here, brother. Let me uh, let me put on some naughty." music. Music and there's been more than one occasion that this has oh, happened now. Oh, God. There's been another occasion where this has happened. This <laughs> this song's come on at random times. Of course it has. And it? look, I think the ghost enjoys that I'm following up. Like, it, it's, it, I went, all right, I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> it's going, here's another you. time. I got you. But now I think it's given up on the wife because she's not she's not buying into it. Yeah, because she's not stupid. She realizes nothing's not, going on. She's not buying into the raunchy ghost. And so this morning I've actually got up to have my morning shower before coming in for work. Great. I've undressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, who am I kidding? <laughs> you already undressed. I, I was already undressed. <laughs> and suddenly I hear like a, a whistling. Coming, coming through, mm-hmm. coming through the bathroom like a little woo, woo. JB, it was windy this morning. I turned the lights on, it went woo, and it wanted it. The, it was wind, JB. Ghost. I noticed this morning when I woke up, to, woke up too, it was literally just the wind. You think that's a ghost? Yeah, well, the windows were fully closed, so what do you have to say to that? <laughs> No, they weren't. They, you didn't check properly. They might have been. They might not have been. All I know for sure is that there is a ghost no, that is attracted not. to me. Here we go again. What? JB and Jules Facebook comment of the week. Oh, my God. Listen, everybody. If you haven't found us on Facebook and Instagram, do yourself a favour and like the pages, Bundy's 93.1, Triple M on Facebook, 3M's Bundy on Instagram. This is where we pull our Facebook Comment of the Week award. You comment, we adore it, we love it, and we read out our favourite comment of the week. If for nothing else, go on there and watch Jules attempt to eat that crocodile death wish chili (laughs) burger at Burger Road. She... I wiped your nose. Yeah. Fair dinkum. It got very visual. Fair dinkum. I've never even done that for my wife, so <laughs> very special. But this one goes off the back of a post about rainwater being bad for you. Remember we spoke about this? Yeah. Scientists were saying, no, it's bad, but what do those city folk know? Yeah, exactly. They're saying, don't drink rainwater. It's got this mystery thing that's bad for you. So we did a post. It was trying to sell our podcast. Mm-hmm. We said, yeah, have a listen to it. Go to the podcast. By which is award nominated now. Yes, check mm. it out on Listener, JB not, and Jules Podcast. Not to brag, but I'm going to brag. Award nominated. Uh, not award won yet. However, <laughs> um, the, the one of the week, the comment of the week goes to Shane Smith, who said this. So what do the dam's water get filled from? Hmm? What? Well, we said rainwater is apparently bad for you. They said, well, what fills up the dams? <laughs> Very, very valid point. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Once upon a time, JB, this airline was associated with being the cream of the crop as Aussie as it comes. Now, it is associated with flight delays, cancellations and lost luggage. 
Qantas. I, okay, before I get into this rant, I know the Bundaberg team are phenomenal. They are hardworking. I know they wear many hats when it comes to the Bundy Airport there. It's I'm not us. talking about those people. The check-in, the scanning people, they're good. But in recent times... I have not had the greatest times with Qantas. Me I neither, have, actually. Yes. Remember when you got stuck in Townsville? Yeah, but I rocked up to the airport for those that missed it, ready for my flight in an hour, and there was a sign on the door of the airport. Do you know how they put up a back-in-10-minute sign at mm-hmm. the coffee shop? Mm-hmm. It I was that go, yeah. on an entire airport, and then when I wanted to get my money back, they flatly refused and said, we'll only give you a credit because it's not our fault. It's cancelled. It's your fault. You didn't bloody let me know. So No text, no email, no phone call for you. It's just, it seems like it's consistent with behaviour the last couple of months. My flight from Brisbane to Bundy was removed with no explanation, just an email with, here's your new flight time. When I flew home uh, to Melbourne over Easter, my, my baggage decided to have a stopover in Perth for no reason. My mother-in-law missed her parents' 80th birthdays because (sighs) they just cancelled her flight. They said, oh, sorry, we overbooked it, so you're off. It's, it just, I don't get it. And then they have pathetic. the audacity to email you and say, how was your customer experience? Oh, sorry, I've just spent 20 hours of my life on hold trying to talk to anyone in Australia. And this needs to be looked at because I'm sick of them saying you get a credit. If you haven't held up your end of the bargain, <laughs> I'm sorry, give me my bloody money back so I can spend it wherever I so choose. I, mm-hmm. well, If it's on me, then I would ask for a credit so I, so you still keep that money in your business. But if you've stuffed us around, mm. up yours, Qantas, give us my money back. So my friend Anne, she was actually told that uh, if she wanted to use her flight credit due to a delayed flight, a, a change around flight, she would have to pay to use her flight credit. So imagine my blood boiling yesterday as I turn on the telly and I see what have Qantas done? What have the executives done to decide to fix all of this worst on-time performance since 2003? They are offering a $50 voucher. Oh, yay. Oh, but not that. Only for frequent flyers, the people that can probably afford $50. frequent flyer gets a $50 How is $50 covering my lost lost luggage? How is $50 covering an 80th birthday that someone can't get to? It is just a slap in the face. Where's Bonza? That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. A meeting of people that probably wasn't quite as fun, uh, was the meeting of the council yesterday. It's just their ordinary Tuesday meeting that happened oh, yeah. yesterday, yep. and there was a lot of discussion about the brand new aquatic centre that is set to uh, set to tee off pretty soon. Oh. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how. Seeing all this stuff? There has been so much chatter about this aquatic centre and Zach Park redevelopment. We know there's some passionate people when it comes to it all. Well, there's been some info released about what Anzac Park redevelopment will look like and yep. apparently there's been some people come out and say hey look there's there's some sections in Anzac Park at the moment that was actually built by people who serve so you got to be able to replace that somewhere. It's a so. massive monument with a lot of significance. But nonetheless we've gone ahead we've emptied the Anzac pool mm-hmm. and we're progressing with this aquatic centre. It was said at first that while well, I was under the impression that the Anzac pool would, would remain there until the aquatic centre was closer to being ready. Yes, but then there was a clause that they needed to close it first in yeah. order to get the funding. Yeah, and that made sense. We yep. got that right. So now um, emotions ran a little bit higher at yesterday's Bundaberg Regional Council's ordinary meeting. Now, it was voted that Woolham Constructions will be contracted to build the new $75.8 million Bundaberg Regional Aquatic Centre. $75.8 million. That's, that stood out to me. That's 
So much money. That stood out to me immediately because I thought that it was much less than that. And upon doing some research in June last year, Mayor Jack Dempsey said that council was taking the plunge, allocating $6.6 million in the 21-22 budget to fund construction of the then estimated $45 million budget. So how, how do, how, where does the $30 million yeah. come from? Well, there's, there's, there's a now predicted cost of an additional $30.8 million. So Yikes. where do we pluck that from? Not too sure. There was uh, one of the councillors, Greg Barnes, raised his hand in opposition of the project who said, uh, well, well, Mayor Jack said, Councillor Barnes, that's a surprise. Is there any media representation here? So a little slide at media organisations because yeah. he doesn't like any of us if it's not controlled. Uh, so then it was just the one who said, the one councillor who opposed it. So he was standing on his lonesome. Yeah, so he was the only one. The rest of the councillors all came across and Councillor Dempsey reassured the colleagues that the Bundaberg Regional Council was well positioned financially to take on a significant loan. They have a 10-year forecast undertaking extensive due diligence. So... It but is earmarked for completion Ugh. mid-2024. It's going to be epic, this place. Like It's a FINA centre. There's indoor lap pool, cafe, yeah. courtyard, multi-purpose rooms for hire. This thing will be fantastic for the community. For the but Olympics. $30.8 million, <laughs> oh. where that's going to come from, I'm struggling to see. They're different, but they're ours. Yeah! JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Friend of mine, they um, rocked up to their car and they had a random note on their car, which, which would be upsetting, right? Yes. Did it say sorry? I hit it. So that's what the, exactly what your mindset would go yes. to. If I'm walking up and there's a handwritten note on my car, I'm looking for the dent and looking I'm going, for the damage. "Where is it?" And I'm thankful that at least they've left a note with their insurance info yes. and phone and number sometimes. Sometimes, yep. but this note was not what you'd expect. So this friend of mine lives up north, up near Cairns, and um, they had this note that was put on their car after they'd walked out from the shops, and they reckon. Well, they said, as soon as I walked out, I thought, someone, damn it, someone's hit my car. Yeah, bad news. But upon closer inspection, read the note that says this. Here, I'll do it some, do some of this. Hi, I was parked behind you where your camera light is. Okay. I saw a spider crawl back up. It looked like a red back. Oh. Please spray just in case. Oh. <gasps> Thank you for the heads up. I mean, like, how <gasps> rude are people leaving handwritten notes? <laughs> how rude yep. can you be when a person just wants to have a pet redback spider in peace <laughs> and there's idiots that always have an issue? What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? JB, uh, you know, I'm in a new relationship at the moment. You and Peter, yes. It seems to be going swimmingly. Introduced him to the show and to all of Bundy. It's been great. A riveting piece of information uh, in conversation we've been talking about lately is um, speeding cars. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? Yes. The sweet nothings of police cars and where they're set up around. The Coastal Drives in Bundaberg. Okay, set the scene for me. So you pair are having dinner somewhere and talking about police cars? Is this what's no, happening? No, what's been happening is we've been driving around together over the weekend. Oh, you go for nice drives, do you? And we notice things on the street. And I sort of have been talking to him lately about noticing more cars popping up where they're designated to be stationary on coastal roads 
around the Bundaberg outskirts and they're designed to pick up when people are speeding. Oh, the speed camera cars. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. so they're yep. white and you've they noticed, usually have... You've yeah. noticed a few more of them around the traps I lately, have, have you? Yeah, Absolutely. Right. And he said, oh, yeah, yep, I've noticed a few of them too, along yeah, Bagai Road, other places like that. Yeah, riveting piece of conversation. <laughs> and I said to him, I have noticed another one that's been in a bit more disguise he said, okay. I said, it's a bit more an old, outdated car. It's got some stickers on the back there, but I 100% guarantee that it's a cop car. Oh, and he said, okay, right. All right, cool. I won't tell you where it is because that feels, that feels wrong, but there was an opportunity. So you wouldn't even tell your boyfriend where you thought the speed <laughs> camera was? No, but there was an what opportunity. The hell? We yeah. were both in the car. I was driving and I was along this particular road that goes between the coast and in town. And I said, oh my goodness, here's my opportunity to prove him wrong, to win an argument and say, this is in fact a police car. Okay. So we're approaching this grey car. It's a bit an old date, outdated one. Yeah. And he goes, it's absolutely not. It's way too busted. It's, uh, it's got stickers on the back there. It's absolutely not. And I said, no, I guarantee there's a sign on the side of it that says monitoring camera or something like that, that they all do. Yeah. So we get closer and closer and he goes, no, 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 it's absolutely not. I peer to the side. I have a look. There is, in fact, a sign. It's a business sign. Oh, no. So now has begun the in-joke. Chills. Is that a cop car? So every time we pass a stationary car, Peter goes, Hey, Jules, it's a cop car. Is that a cop car over there? Oh, that bus, that's a caravan. It's got to be a cop car. <sighs> Suppose you had to be there, eh? <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. You went to a freak show. I did. World's greatest freak show at Old Bundy Tavern last night. Oh, my God. So this is what I imagine, the greatest show. I pictured a person with a beard, maybe. There was. Hugh Jackman. Was there a lady with a beard? There was a man with a beard That's and not capes that impressive. and suspenders. And not that impressive He yet. looked freakish. What was the highlight of the show? Uh, I would say when a, a woman sat down on a bed of nails, <sighs> Apparently wearing if you do not it, a lot. What was she wearing? She was wearing mm, just not a lot of clothing. She Did was wearing see? underwear. And I said, oh, my God, the poor girl's skin. Yeah, right under the... In the yeah, no, no. Uh, this was, and because we have the world's greatest freak show in town last night, Jules and I decided to get a couple of the freaks themselves into studio yesterday. If you missed it, mm, the nail's going into the it's left not- nostril. Oh, he's licking. Oh, it's gone through. Slicing sli- through the tongue, he's essentially. He's his tongue. Oh, oh it's has got in- one of those snake tongues I didn't even notice. He's in a snake tongue situation. <laughs> oh, no. The oh. tongue is in two. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine. Now it's going into the nose. It's going into the nose. He's lining up the hammer. No, he is not. He is not like going to hammer the, the nail into the like nose. It. No, I can't look. I can't look. Don't. He's, he's, no. he's hitting it in with the hammer. What are you building a house in he's there? He's tapping it in very gently. Oh, no, I don't like it. No, I no, 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 no. I don't like it. I is the tongue still don't okay? like it very much at all. He's... Yeah, it was a lot. The guy hit a nail deep into his nose with a hammer. You can watch the video on Facebook and Instagram if you like. What was his name again? Samora Squid. Samora Squid. He yes. calls himself Squid because he's actually got squid-like bones. Yeah. Like it, He's got the same consistency, so he's double-jointed. He virtually. put his legs behind him last night and played a tiny guitar. What do you mean put his legs behind him and play Legs behind him. Like he's a contortionist. Yeah. It was insane. He's a freak. And so this guy's rocked up. He's got green hair, I imagine, spikes up into a fair mohawk. Um, he's got piercings. He's just a 
he looks exactly like what you would think a contortionist from a freak show would look like. Intimidating. Yeah, he also rocked up with a hammer and a nail and a sword <laughs> because he then swallowed the sword. Jules, we have failed our team because we did not let our boss man Bedford know that any freaks were coming into the building. <laughs> So, He's a tad uh, squeamish on the best of days. So yesterday, put yourself in poor Bossman Bedford's shoes. He's in his office doing documents. It's early in the morning. No one else is here other than his brekkie show team. And a guy rocks up with a hammer, a nail, and a sword and says, <laughs> let me in. I've got an interview to do. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Well, celebrations are in order for a 110-year-old Bundaberg State High School. What a milestone. 110 years. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Well done. Very good. Definitely get a letter from the Queen. But whether you've been to Bundaberg State High School, maybe you've driven past, maybe you just you know a little bit about it. Um, I was fascinated to learn a fair bit of it, so I thought, JB, why not put together a pop quiz? <laughs> First day back after a big weekend, you know it. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. We'll all learn a little bit together. You don't have to get them all right. I've got you can five tell questions. You are the, the offspring of teachers yes. because you think pop quizzes are a fun they thing. They are fun. They're not fun. Anyway, yeah. how many questions do I have to do? Five questions. Okay. First Let's... question. One. True or false? Was one of the first five schools opened in Queensland, Bundaberg High? False. True. It was true. It was one of the first five schools opened in Queensland. How That's incredible crazy. is that? That's crazy. When you think of the bigger places, yes. I would have thought of like Townsville, Mackay, yeah. Rocky, Brisbane, maybe one yeah, or two. Yeah, but when one... they went to the whole government system, the state schools yeah. were one of the first five. Incredible. It's insane. All right. Two. Next question. What mode of transport did students use to have to get to school in? Horse and cart. Correct. Oh, I got it. Yes. <laughs> well done. Next question. Three. The school taught four languages at the beginning. English, Latin, French, and what? Italian. No. German. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nine. <laughs> Next Nine. question. Four. How many students did the Bundaberg State High School initially enrol? Do I have a multiple choice at least? Take a stab. 25. No more. 59. 59. Okay. Good. Final question for you, JB. Five. A $12 million upgrade to the Learning Centre has just been unveiled by Grace Grace, our Education Minister, and our MP Tom Smith. How many storeys high is it now? Oh, four. Three. We'll take it. Congratulations to the school on the milestone. Here's the next 110 years. JB and Jules Bundaberg in print. Taking you back over 100 years of Bundy news. This is the time of the week where we take it in turns to pull out an amazing headline, a real news story from the Bundaberg archives. And the other person has to guess not only what year it was from, but what the real news story was. Yeah, Jules has the headline this week. What do you got for me, mate? Bundaberg too dirty. Bundaberg too dirty. Well, before the song, you mentioned that it was someone in charge. So I'm going to say the mayor back in the day, uh, let's say 1972. Mm. The mayor's come out publicly and said, this place is feral and everyone needs to be a bit more cleaner and just pretty much addressed the public and said, you need to clean up your act and wanted us to literally clean up rubbish. And that's what I'm guessing the story is. You are pretty much spot on. Our mayor... 
Fred Buss back in 1948 said that Bundaberg once had the good name of being the cleanest place on the coast, but now it was one of the dirtiest. It was easy enough for people to behave themselves, he said, without throwing prawn heads and other rubbish on the streets. Prawn heads on the streets. Very specific. That's a weird thing. I wouldn't have thought that's an issue if you're out on the streets doing something. I don't know about the chicken bones in North Bundy, perhaps. Well, just that serves as a reminder as well, Ocean Fest, this Saturday, if you are peeling the fresh prawn heads, Mm. I know we will be. In the bins they go. They know how to dispose of them properly, whether they freeze them until they need to get rid of them. Yes. They'll take care of them for you. But there you go. So they end up doing a bit cleaner. Did the mayor do anything or did they just throw a tantrum at the town? Not too sure if there was a follow-up story, but word of the wise, if you don't want the mayor coming after you, put your rubbish in the bin. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.